for him, in order to maximize pleasure, it is just to be around friends and to have wonderful relationships. I agree with him to an extent. And what do you mean to an extent? Come on. You got to have money to enjoy some of the finer things in life. Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Poder. I'm Karen Lee Poder. And together... We are. Sex Talk with my mom. My mother is a sex expert and self-proclaimed cougar. Roar. And my son is a stand-up comic and self-proclaimed clown. We really went off the ra- the, the rails here. Yeah. W- lately, it's been like a, a whirlwind for a lot of reasons. Today is Thanksgiving. And we're thankful for you. We could not be more grateful, which is why we're taking the time to just hop on the mic today. Mm-hmm a holiday to tell you that you give us the support and encouragement that we really need in order to keep doing this. Yes. Without you, we we wouldn't be doing this. And we're not talking monetarily, although if you do tend to want to help us monetarily, you can go on our Patreon page, but I'll, I digress. Now, the question is, do you, do you think we would continue talking about sex? Definitely. I, okay. In my opinion, we wouldn't be talking nearly as much about sex if we weren't for this podcast. No, definitely not. Although um, I was talking about sex long before the podcast. And this this podcast has really opened um, our relationship up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I our mean, relationship has uh, transcended many boundaries. Which is one thing that I'm incredibly grateful for. And you, our listener, are responsible for our phenomenal relationship in that way. You are. Thank you so much, listeners. Yes. It's, a, it's and, an incredible and gift. And watchers of our videos and Instagram pages. We appreciate all the followers that we've been getting lately. And it's been very exciting. And, and the most exciting thing, I think, is our live performances that we've been doing. Yeah. Which is a new experience that that would not have been possible without you. Right. My mom and I had two live performances to to great audiences. We play Never Have I Ever. Well, this one was in San Francisco, one was in Los Angeles. And it's been, for you, may not as wild as it was has been for me because you've always done stand-up comedy and I have never been doing anything like this. It has been a new experience for me to perform alongside someone, especially someone that like you. And we'll, <laughs> we'll play a clip right now. Never have I ever had a one-night stand. Okay, so... Okay, obviously. I have had a one night stand. You have had one one night stand? I've had one one night stand. Just one? What the fuck, just one? <laughs> <laughs> have you had many? I've had a few. A few? I've had a few. Well, I mean, come on, you've had one? On <laughs> <laughs> okay. our first one, you're already uh, just only one? putting me down, no, you're dissing my. I'm just like Sex in 2010. Um, and there was an opportunity. And so I, I had sex seven times. And you can't do that. that that's basically us. That in was a nutshell. It. Yeah, yeah. That was filmed in San Francisco. 
recorded in San Francisco, I should say. And it was... We had about 150, 180 people in right. the audience. It uh, was phenomenal. It was a big audience. And it was our first performance together. Yeah. Well, very well received, I got to say. Even after we walked off, we were getting people asking us for pictures and talking to us about uh, the clone of Willie that we gave yeah, away. If you're listening and you did that, we very much appreciate that love. If you were wondering if we gave away the clone of Willie, we did. We did. Well, she might be listening, actually. Yeah. Oh, she was super fan. Yeah, she super this, fan. Yeah, she really, really, really loved the show and said she had a long distance relationship. And we like, well, how about a clone of Willie? <laughs> yes. So uh, I, I would say another. Okay. So so that yes, I would say that's a huge thing that I'm grateful for that to be able to expand our performance into the live format. It was really fun too. And, and another thing, I think that this. Um, this podcast has inspired me to explore my sex life more because I need something to talk to and talk about. And uh, But also, it's kind of opened me up to like the different possibilities out there. Yeah, definitely. There are, there's a lot of alternative lifestyles that uh, we've been encountering lately, especially. It's crazy stuff. And so It's crazy making. I will, I will give you a little, uh, just a brief check-in about my sex life. Oh, I'd like to hear. I, have, I really feel like I'm exploring new territory. Mm. Are you taking command? Yes. Oh, I like did, it. No, did, did, why do you have to? This is you basically gave away the punchline. What the the whole thing? I I in the past I think I've been more of like not knowing what to do and you know kind of a little nervous and just feeling a little awkward. Wait, like a I'm little nervous. A very nervous. <laughs> and so now Which I think a lot of people do tend to be very nervous, especially if they're not experienced. Of course. I mean, it's like playing a sport where that you have only played twice in right. your life. Right, and got no instructions. Yeah, and then you're just expected to be a fucking all-star, and that doesn't work. No. but And, we'll women, say, and women, too. Women with, don't know what the hell they're doing, either. It, with It's like, uh, I think, with dating the same person... Being in a relationship, where you can relationship, communicate with the person helps it's a lot. huge, and, yeah. and then it allows for this opening that where you don't need to worry as much about what the other person is thinking or what your own, your own thoughts are, how you're being perceived, and you can kind of just enter the flow of things. And mm-hmm. it is, it, I'm exploring. Uh, I'm the inner man within me. The inner man. Yeah, that that I, I'm borrowing from my clown teacher who told me I need to find the man within me. Oh, you're becoming a man. I'm becoming a little bit of a man. I mean, in, and that's that's a very you know that I don't think uh, people that are trying to ch- the, the, the you're, avid feminists you're out there are stammering right now. I'm what stammering because that about? makes me sound like oh I'm a man, but no, no, no. Wait, I'm wait, saying, what's I'm, wrong with being a man? Is because then you're making all these assumptions about that gender and identity. You could be a very feminine male, or you can be a very masculine female. Either way, oh, cut, in my situation, in my nonsense. no, don't, don't right. you don't nonsense. There is there is value to that. Okay, but I will say that I have taken a a more dominant role in the bedroom, which I haven't done before, have due been, to my comfort level. Okay. In, in in and you're obviously with a partner who's receptive. That's a major part of it. Yeah, she's very very. Uh, Patient. Like, do you slam her up against the wall, or what? What are you talking about? Are you like lifting? There's no her? slamming, mother. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I I take the lead, and if we're dancing, some Ooh. I would say I take the lead sometimes. Oh, and, yeah, it's good. And in the past, have you let women take the lead? I think it's been more of like, are you going to do this? Am I going to do this? What's going? What's happening? Who and, does it? And as opposed to, I'm taking control. Oh, you manly man, right? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, 
And that's that's it. I think that's having an effect outside of the bedroom as well. Really, on an unconscious level, I become more a little more. Know, who knows? Yeah, but I, I think there are moments where I'm like, I surprise myself. I'm like, oh, that is a very more assertive, dominant thing that might not have come otherwise. Well, a lot of it has to do with like even when you were growing up, you were like, I have a feeling I'm the type of person that one day, if, if I'm with someone who takes total control and who who. He acts basically like a bitch to me, and I'm, I'm I'm in love with her. Would you please tell me? And I said, no, I will not tell you. <laughs> you said no? Yeah, I said no. No, I'm not going to tell you that. You're going to have to figure that out on your own. Oh, wow. Because there's no point in me telling you that you'd rebel even more if I said so. yeah, oh, she's a bitch or whatever. So the point is that I don't need to say that right now because I think you're in a really awesome relationship. Well, so for our listeners, my mother has met Lady I've X. I've met Lady X. And, uh, and we had a lovely exemplary. dinner together. What is she? Exemplary. I exemplary just, I was just of kinda, what? Well, because I just was trying to use the word the the letter X. Oh, I, I didn't I like want to say she's X rated, <laughs> so she's exemplary. It's great. She's awesome. Whoa. I really enjoyed our, our dinner with her. She's a lot oh, of yeah. fun. Okay, I don't think she's you need to good talk looking. About, no, no, mom. What? You don't need to talk about her behind I, her back. I could talk compliment her behind her back. If I said she's a bitch, that would be one thing. But I'm saying good things. All good things. All right. We had a wonderful Two time together. Two thumbs up for Lady X. All right, that's great. That, that does mean a lot. That's very nice. And uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, it raises an interesting question. If you didn't like her, how would that affect me? Uh, that's interesting. I'd like to hear from the uh, the listeners. What do you guys think? If I didn't like her, would that affect Cam? I think obviously it would affect <laughs> me, but I, I, there would be something I have to work on to... To, to self-actualize and not worry about what I thought. Yes, I would have to become a fucking a grounded... You know, <laughs> rooted tree of a man. Yeah, I, that allows I me to you, stick to my guns, you even, know, if, the, even if you don't like her. You, you, you have enough self-respect that I think you wouldn't pick someone who you didn't feel like. You was, never know. You I don't think, know. You might. I might find a girl that, that is a you, bitch, or has qualities that you don't like, and then you, you, you could feel negative towards her. In which case, I'd have to get over that. Hmm. It, okay. Yeah, that's a that's a, it's a thing well, that I'm sure good, a lot of people have to deal so with. So far, so good. So far, so good. I don't good. think you have anything to get oh, over. Oh, she's As a sweetheart fact, angel. I, I probably like her more than you like her. I like her a lot. Ooh, hoo, hoo. Relax, mother. Oh, they were, they were like texting each other little pictures hey, of stop. trolls okay. on the TV. All right, relax. I saw what was going on over there. A little, right. little texting going on. Okay. A little little goofing what, what around. What if I did this to you every time you, you were dating? You do. No, no, no. You used to say... Uh, these stories. These stories. These talk. Because she would always talk about these. Well, that's nice. It's nice. So, you know, it, in the initial part of a relationship, you should feel these little butterflies. Do you feel butterflies every time she walks in the room? No. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no butterflies? Sorry to Lady X. I don't feel any butterflies. Uh, but I got to say, she is a cutie. She's a cutie. All right. So anyway, so Cam being in this relationship, you feel like uh, it's helped, you know, just make you a man yes or an, an adult how about that um i will say i will say there's something else i've been pondering recently and what might that be well i've been you're gonna you're gonna make fun of me i i <laughs> so for my uh i i've been listening to this audio book oh socrates Yes, it involves Socrates. Uh, it's called... Doesn't everyone listen to audiobooks that involve Socrates? It's called The Constellations of Philosophy. Oh, it's everybody phenomenal. does that just for fun. 
Well, my friend gave it to me, and it's it's actually phenomenal. But mm-hmm. one of the so basically they take uh, you know these uh, you know modern day issues or issues that have all permeated all of our lives. Like what what do you how much should you value someone else's judgment? Um, okay, how, I get it, I get it, I get it. Uh, but one of them is one chapter is all about what do you do if you have no money, or how important is money? Right. And they take a philosopher and they say, this is what the philosopher would say. So this one response uh, is a response by Epicurus, who is Epicurean. Do you know what Epicurean is? Someone who indulges in pleasure. Who's That's what it means today. That's based on Of course, I knew what Epicurean was. Are you an Epicurean? I, I'm a huge Epicurean. <laughs> yeah. I'm a hed- hedonism oh, also. Good. Right. So Epicurus is all about hedonism, which is just indulging as many pleasures as possible. That That's like... It, it, Basically, a hedonist is someone who says, my top priority and value is pleasure. Going out to Jamaica and go to hedonism. However, Epicurus, if you looked at his life, you'd assume he's just a glutton who's fucking all the time. And all right, where is this going? I'm very the, confused. The, this is going because, because it, the truth was he lived a very simple life with, with very meager means. Uh-huh. And he said the only important thing... For him, in order to maximize pleasure, it is just to be around friends and to have wonderful relationships. I agree with him to an extent. And what do you mean to an extent? Come on. You got to have money to enjoy some of the finer things in life, like go on vacations or (laughs) going out to dinner. It's all well and good if you have someone else paying for it. But if you don't have any money... I would give it up in a heartbeat if I have really good friends What are you going to go eat spam out of a can? If my friends are around to eat it with me, I would would do that for sure. Oh, that sounds revolting. (laughs) Okay. It also sounds like a really quick dinner. <laughs> yeah, it can it can make din- cooking right, so much easier. Your point in bringing that up at this particular juncture is what? It is because at this at this day at this day You're and not Thanksgiving any money and Thanksgiving I'm making very little money in 2016 and uh, I have I am money? very grateful for all the relationships that I do have, especially I, this I romantic agree. one, oh. especially my familial relationships, your siblings, my siblings, my younger brother who is visiting my older sister who lives here. I don't know why I didn't include that detail. I don't either, but I'm having fun with all of you guys at once. We had a nice bonding session yesterday. We did. Yep. We We went out to the wineries and we bonded while playing a game called drunk stone or stupid. (laughs) It's my kind of night, but we had uh, D's there. We had uh, your sister's boyfriend there and everybody. We had a, Fun time out there in the wineries. So I encourage you on this Thanksgiving to look around to who you're spending time with and to ask yourself, is this someone uh, who I'm, I should be spending time with? Yeah. And, uh, Why? Because if you look around, you look at some schmug, schmo yes, sitting next to you and you realize... So get the fuck out of there. Yeah, or get the hell out of or, Why am I doing this? Or make your relationship with that person a priority. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because the relationships are really the only thing that matter, in my opinion. Well, when you die, it doesn't say on your tombstone, you know, was a great provider. It says was was a loving father and, you know, whatever. Well, sometimes it says, and filmmaker. And filmmaker. (laughs) Sometimes you see that. We were only in Hollywood. Yeah. But if you think about it, that's all that matters when you die. If you're a good filmmaker. If if you've had some, some loving people in your life. That's correct. So... On this special day, thank you all very, very much for listening. I mean, we're going to provide one more little clip from our last show. Just a little bit of this because uh, we had some really fun, funny moments that we want you guys to to have a good laugh about. Never have I fucked in my parents' bed. 
Have you? <laughs> Have you? No. Uh, no, are you kidding? I did on my parents' bed. <laughs> my grandparents? <laughs> are you fucking on Papa's bed? On Papa's bed. This is disgusting. Yeah, I okay, okay. I'm smelling old people in the seen Cam's penis. Just kidding, I have it. It's full of life. <laughs> who is this? Stand up and acknowledge who you are. You get a... Oh. So, thank you so much for all your support. We love you very much. And let me tell you about the birds. Oh my gosh. We're going to also include <laughs> my karaoke version that everybody has been waiting for for the last year that finally occurred. And we did family karaoke, family Korean karaoke. We had our own little room, and Mother put on the song, Let, Let me, me tell, tell you about, you the, about birds. the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and, I will and say, the stars and the moon. I'm very grateful to be able to do this with you, Mother. I am beyond grateful and becoming a little bit um, proclaimed. On I'm, that note, I'm getting a little, uh, you know, emotional. Emotional. On that note, enough is enough. But we love you all. Love you. Don't Bye. forget to subscribe here if you haven't. Love you. Share Bye. this with a loved one. Let me tell you about the birds and the bees.